0: Look, he's now. Oh, my. Really? (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Rips on Rips, where we explore the collision of original and sample tracks and the artists who made them. I'm your host, Joe Watson. I'm here with my co-host, Toby Braswell. What's up, Toby? The Browns won. What? (laughs) The Browns won. Are we in some sort of magic portal that I don't know anything about? Oh, I'm just saying the Browns won
1: last week. Well, by the time this
0: comes out, let's hope that's a streak of like three.
1: Yeah. In, right. Indeed,
0: indeed. Well, together on the show, we listen to the legendary tracks in the timeless, but sometimes not so well-known songs that they sampled from. Tobe, what do we have today, my friend?
1: We are listening to the overweight lover, Heavy D, and his hit single, Now That We Found Love. This episode... Is gonna be a lot
0: of fun. No doubt. This song takes me back back in the day, special summer. Yeah. That song always puts a big smile on my face. Absolutely. So
1: why don't we hop in the DeLorean and see what track was we'll sample to make this hit?
0: Rewind.
1: Mm. You can get your two step on with this one.
0: Mm-hmm. Another song that just makes you feel good.
1: Found love. How, how could you not feel? It's like? true. What are you gonna do with it?
0: Love, tell us, tell What are we listening to?
1: Gladly. So this track is called "Now That We Found Love" by the OJ's. And before you ask, yes, I would love to get into their history. The OJ's were formed in 1958 in the lovely city of Canton, Ohio. So the group's original members were Eddie Levert, Walter Williams, William Powell, Bill Owls, and Bobby Massey. They all attended high school together at McKinley High. Go Bulldogs. Hey, did, did you go to McKinley? No, I didn't. But I love high school sports. And besides, me cheering for my high school might lead to misinterpretation.
0: Uh-oh. Who's your mascot?
1: Well, somehow I think, you know, me saying go Cougars might come out a little <laughs> different than <laughs> intended nowadays.
0: Well, it would now because, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to stop talking. Yep, yep. All right. So back to the OJs. It yes, turns what? out that they were inspired to form a group after watching a performance by this group. Why do birds sing so gay? love is my We just got a bunch of happy tunes on this episode. This
1: song is great, but the problem is there's just a lot of questions that get asked, <laughs> but not answers. Right? It just leaves it might leave you unfulfilled.
0: <laughs> Man, well what do we do with love? What do we do with love? Why do fools fall in love? Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. Well, this is the hit song Why Do Fools do Fall in Love, sung by Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers. The song reached number one on the Billboard charts in January of 1956. It's still a great song after all this time. Actually, I think they made a movie about Frankie Lyman with Lawrence Tate, right? And
1: they did. They did. Inspired by Frankie Lyman, the boys formed a group and called themselves the Triumphs before switching the name to the Mascots in 1960. So they were signed to a label in Cincinnati and released their single called Miracles. Now, Miracles got them some airplay love from a Cleveland-based DJ named Eddie O.J. Now, more importantly than the airplay, he actually gave them some career advice that helped the group so much they actually changed their name again to the O.J.'s to honor him.
0: Nice. Well, the O.J.'s were signed by the Imperial Record label and released their first single in 1963 called Lonely Drifter. This was the first song to make it to the charts, so let's take a listen.
2: That's
1: a good song. Not bad. No more questions. That's good. (laughs) Right, right. A statement. A description. So they released several more singles, and then the group became a quartet after Bill Isles left the group in 1965. So the group released their first album entitled Coming Through that same year. And in 67, they left Imperial and were signed to the label Bell, where they managed to land another single on the charts. And this song actually was the OJ's
0: first top 10 hit. All right, let's take a listen to that single. It's a song called I'll Be Sweeter Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a broken promise to me.
2: Something inside of me keeps saying, do more, do more, do more if you can. I got news for you.
1: Tell me the news.
2: Good news Good news. Good news. oh
1: Wait for it. I'm
2: gonna be sweeter to you
0: Well, despite this song charting, they still weren't happy with the level of success that they accomplished up to this point and were actually thinking about quitting the business. Man, that would have, that would have been a shame.
1: Agreed. Agreed. And that's when, as fate would have it, they met Kenneth Gamble and Leon Huff mm. from the production team called Gamble & Huff. Now, Gamble & Huff formed Philadelphia International Records in 1971 to compete with Barry Gordy's Motown label and signed the OJs in '72. Gamble & Huff's signature sound, called the Philly Sound, helped the OJs find
0: the success they'd always been looking for. So maybe you might not be familiar with Philadelphia International, but let me familiarize you. Hmm. This is the label that helped the OJs sell 170 million gold and platinum songs from 71 to the early 80s. That's
1: respect, man, respect. And allow me to double down on that respect and say there's a saying that game recognizes game. Well, Talent recognizes talent. And speaking of talent, let's talk about all that talent that Philadelphia International signed. All right, buddy. Give me some names. I'm going to do one better than that, man. Okay. Set of names. I'm going to give you songs and That's you like can name It's like a music artists.
0: podcast or something. I know. That's a great idea.
1: Ingenious.
0: All right, let's do it. Game on. Brilliant. Here's the first one.
1: Oh, mm, mm, mm. I know she walks the earth, but this woman—her I, I, her voice got got wings. It does. Mm. I know that mm. voice.
0: That has got to be the godmother of soul, Patti LaBelle. That's right. And if only you knew. Mm. All right, next one. Give me one more. Gladly. What about this? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's mm-hmm. a lot of talent on this track, right Ain't there. there. So this is Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes with. Uh, Teddy Pendergrass singing lead vocals on this track.
1: Mmm. It's good. That's a great segue, buddy. So that is indeed Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, led by vocals of Teddy Pendergrass, who later signed a deal with Philadelphia International himself and came out with this hit.
2: And only if I'd been just a little more kind, Get it, Teddy. There'd be no need no on this man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You don't need to make a mixtape. Just play Teddy. That's all you got to do.
0: Here comes the drop. <laughs> Here comes the drop. <laughs> <laughs> we don't call it a chorus anymore. Ah. Well, that is the whole town is laughing at me. Mm-hmm. Teddy Pendergast.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, And while they're laughing, let, let's give them one more track. One more? One from more track.
0: Philadelphia International. All right, lay down. Oh, yeah. Why would you yeah, we got a thing going on. Don't we, though? <laughs>
2: Mrs. Mrs. Jones.
1: Oh, come on now. Come on. Come on now. So, funny story. So, there is a uh, a girl I knew at college. Yeah. Her last name was Jones. Oh, boy. Right?
0: Did you date her? <laughs> no. Okay. Was she married? No. <laughs> but she, no, she wasn't married. <laughs> <laughs> well, you went back on that one. I uh, did. Not one. That I is did. Uh, Billy Paul, his infamous single, Me and Mrs. Jones. So, good stuff, Philadelphia International, awesome. But let's get back to the OJs.
1: So, before Philadelphia International was formed, Gamble and Huff started working with the OJs as part of a label called Neptune. Now, Neptune unfortunately folded, and that resulted in Bob Massey leaving the group. And then there were three.
0: Uh Uh-oh. That sounds like an Agatha Christie play I was in once. (laughs) Fortunately, it would stay at three members. And with the new label, the OJs set their sights on releasing a new single called Backstabber, which I love this track. Yeah, in '72, this song made it to the top five on the charts and really established what the OJs were all about. So let's hear backstabbers. What they do?
1: Talk about it now. Then what else they do?
2: Man,
1: great track. So that wasn't the only hit that they had off of their first album. So let's listen to another one. Now this is a top 10 hit called Love Train. This is one of the songs that can be played uh, on any, day any day to ensure a good time.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One hand. You know what? If I had a soft drink company, I would probably use this in a commercial. <laughs> Just saying.
1: Oh boy.
0: Agreed. It's a great song. And Phenomenal. Well, on november 10th of 73 the ojs released their next studio album called ship ahoy this actually was a concept album that addressed issues that were socially relevant in addition to you know the love songs
1: so this album had several hits on it including our first feature track let's listen to that again this is now that we found love by the ojs you know one thing i'll say is that the musicality from songs back in the day yeah
0: Unrivaled. Yeah, because everybody knew they knew how to play and they, they knew how to, to sing. They, you, know, yeah, yeah. you had to have skills to you couldn't get away with technology, right? To cover everything up. Mm-hmm. So in addition to that song,
1: this album has several other hits. One of those tracks is For the Love of Money. Now before it was a theme song for the show The Apprentice. It was a chart-topping song that was also featured in the film New Jack City. Which just happens to be one of my favorite movies. That's a good one from back in the day in the early '90s. This is for the love of money.
0: I love how they just the real subtle production thing. Like he's got the uh-huh. like the verb, and then it's clean, and yeah. then it's just it's cool.
1: You know being being a young dude, yeah, because hearing this the new Jack New Jack City soundtrack was a pretty big deal,
0: right? Oh, yeah, right.
1: But I swear when I heard this song initially, yeah. on that soundtrack, I thought that that I thought it was a current song, right you know because it of still the, holds up it still holds up. That's yeah. awesome.
0: well, outside of the music in this song, the message contained in the music is definitely a staple in Gamble and Huff. I love the fact that they show how skilled they are by changing subject matter from love ballads to social injustices. It's not an easy thing to do, but they always made it look easy.
1: You and I have discussed a lot of the ways that we evaluate music from artist to artist. But one thing that we look at is the musicality and lyrics, but we haven't really discussed the replay value. We've all listened to albums that were good for a specific time period, but, you know, when you listen to them years later, mm-hmm. you know, it just kind of loses yep. some of the steam. It doesn't quite resonate. That's definitely not the case with the OJs, and I think that it's a reason why this group gets sampled as many times as they do.
0: Well, Sammy Strain joined the group after William Powell was diagnosed and later died of cancer on May twenty-six and seventy-seven. The group continued to put out albums and as usually the case in so many of our episodes, we won't be able to go through every one of their 29 studio album 69. releases. 29. But I encourage you all to take a listen to their catalog.
1: So before we switch artists, I do want to play one of my favorite tracks from the OJs, This is Used to Be My Girl from the 1978 release entitled, So Full of Love. Uh, What kind of conversation you got to have with somebody? Oh, she's amazing. That girl right there, (laughs) she's amazing. Well, (laughs) well, how do you know? Well, she used to be my girl. Uh Oh, really? I'll take her back.
0: Sounds like getting <laughs> raided on a dating app, you know? Like, right. oh, he's good people. <laughs> it's, it's all right. I just <laughs> didn't think he was cute, you know? It's all right.
1: Oh, five stars.
0: <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> all right, my friend. Good stuff. So what do you say we switch gears and dive into our second featured artist, Heavy D and the Boys? Tobe, can you tell us a little bit more about Heavy D?
1: Absolutely. So Dwight Errington Myers was born on May 24th in 1967 in Jamaica. And then moved to money-earning Mount Vernon, New York, in the early 70s. Money-earning Mount Vernon. Money-earning. That's right, that's right. Of course, living in New York at that time means that they had a front-row seat to the emerging rap hip-hop scene.
0: Well, Dwight started making his own demo tapes in middle school, and by the time high school rolled around, he decided to form a group with his buddies. Taking the moniker Heavy D, he joined forces with DJ Eddie F, Trouble T-Roy, and G-Wiz. So Andre Harrell was an executive at Def Jam
1: looking to form a new label, Uptown Records. He heard the early demos from Heavy D and The Boys, and in 1986, they became the first group signed to the label. In
0: 1987, they released their debut album, Live in Large. It would reach number 92 on the pop charts and number 10 on the top Soul albums. The lead single introduced the world to Heavy D's other nickname, Let's take a listen to the overweight lovers in the house.
1: Yeah, let's get it.
2: You can't get couples on the one who- romance so come' on, take a chance you don't need a long look all you need is a glance if you want to get warm in my him you belong to have a problem help us solve him
1: up one thing I liked about this dude he was never shy about like man this is how I am this is you know yo he, he lay laid, he laid the groundwork confidence him Chubb rock you know those guys just like they it yeah and then biggie of right. course and then and then pun
0: yeah yeah
1: so, this track was destined for success just based on the songs that it samples. So, you know, l- l- let's list them. Okay? okay. So, we've got James Brown's 1971 jam, Escapism, mm-hmm. the JB's 1970 track, Hot Pants Road. Good one. And another JB's track, Pass the Peas, from 1972.
0: Ugh, I, do, I do not pass the peas. They're, <laughs> they're gross. I don't want any.
1: Like, you don't have to eat anything, all okay. right? Just open up your eardrums. Fine. Let's hear Pass the
0: Peas. Okay. Pass the peas, like you used to sit.
2: Past the peas, I like used to sit on
0: that. And told if peas were this funky, like. I, I like them
1: in a good way, right? They're funky in a good way.
0: Yeah, because peas are funky. They're just, just gross, funky. All right. Anyway, another track from Living Large had a more R&B vibe and helped the album go gold. Let's listen to "Don't You Know." Hmm. I can see it now.
1: The church will be filled with all our friends mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. Set the setting right now. Setting Set the scene. scene. I a Let's do
2: it. Fly white tuxedo. Fly white tuxedo. Mm-hmm.
1: If you a tuxedo's all white, white, it better be gala. Yeah, I know that's right. <laughs> that's right. I
2: know that's
1: right. Wow. Right? So the success of their debut led to work with producers Marley Marl and Teddy Riley on the 1989 album, Big Time. Now, the first single, Girls, They Love Me, hit number 12 on the R&B charts and number 4 on the rap charts. Let's hear that. This is Girls.
2: Gaze at the stars, walk down the boardwalk Sit by the piece and talk, lovers
0: talk Make a quick call on my phone this has got a very big Marquee vibe to it, doesn't it? Yeah, the drums are nice, though. mm mm-hmm. Well, because they're sampling all the right stuff here. Well, so be it. So in this one, <laughs> it's the uh, 69 track, Thinking from the Meters. Why don't we let's play that one real quick? More good funk,
1: man. I love when we do this show and things come back. Yep. You know when we talk about our artists, like episodes are going right. and they end up making their way back. Right. Everything's connected. Goes back to us saying this universal language, man. Music, gotta love it. True that. So Big Time would land all the way to number one on the R&B hip-hop charts and number 19 on the pop charts. So this is also when we see Heavy D starting to branch out into other works, including a collab with Janet Jackson on a remix of one of her many hits from the Rhythm Nation 1814 album. song is called All Right. So let's hear how Heavy D lends his rhymes to that track. Not
2: be thick as a milkshake or thin as a I love you to death but I impressed pressed for heartbreak And
0: now I feel like he's settled into his flow, you know? This is the heavy D that I'm like, oh, yeah.
2: That's heavy D. That's heavy
0: D. Sadly, tragedy struck while they were on tour for the big-time album. Band member Trouble T. Roy fell two stories to his death, and the band and the community were grief-stricken. A tribute to Troy
1: was made by Pete Rock and Seal Smooth and went to number one on the hot rap charts. Let's listen to They Reminisce Over You.
2: For mama got wise watch to the game uh, the young gets uh, the five kids hun here it is yeah. after 10 years without no spouse yeah. mama's getting married in the house what? listen what? positive over negative for the woman a the master uh-huh. Mother the queen's rising in the chapter yeah.
1: this is one of the songs that i basically my brother and i we would we could say these words basically verbatim yeah we wore this tape out mm-hmm. was of this this song my boy, uh, Vice, actually is open for this cat a couple of times. Is it yeah, smooth? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's actually, you know, a recent show up in New York. That's awesome. Cool cat, man.
0: Real cool cat. I believe it. Yeah. Well, Pete Rock would actually say this about the song. I was kind of depressed when I made it, and to this day, I can't believe I made it through the way I was feeling. I guess it was for my boy. When I found the record by Tom Scott, basically, I just heard something incredible that touched me and it made me cry. It had such a beautiful bass line, and I started with that first. I found some other sounds, and then I heard some sax in there, and I used that. Next thing you know, I had a beautiful beat made. When I mixed the song down, I I had Charlie Brown from Leaders of the New School in in the session with me, and we all just started crying.
1: Let's talk for a minute about that sample. Tom Scott and the California Dreamers did a cover of Jefferson Airplane's song Today in 1967. His sax solo is what was used for They Reminisce. Let's, Let's take a listen to that. Beautiful.
0: you know what's crazy to me is how popular this song is because of that sample so this song appeared on Tom Scott's album The Honeysuckle Breeze mm-hmm. and I you know I bet you could have picked that up for Pennie's digging crates back in the day when it came out but but now the original vinyl, sells for like an average of 165 bucks. It's
1: crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things, like you said, it's the song, not the original right. song, but, how but what, was, was, yeah. what was used from that, right? Let's finish connecting the dots back to the original Jefferson Airplane track today, which was also released in 1967 on the
0: Surrealistic Pillow album. Surrealistic, Surrealistic Pillow, that's an album Pillow, name. really? I don't know what that means. Yeah, you need do to you do sleep I. on that? What do mm, you do with it? Not really Is sleep. it one of those body pillows? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> yeah.
1: So a guy named Jerry Garcia played lead guitar on this track, and you might have heard of him.
0: I've heard of him, yeah. Let's listen to today. To be
2: living for you is all
0: I Very different. Mm-hmm. And I saw that, like, to Dokken did a cover of this, like, a few years back. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's pretty cool that a— Nineteen sixty-seven track from Jefferson Airplane, covered by a saxophone player who, by the way, was a founding member of the Blues Brothers, would end up on a number one rap tribute track two decades later. Those connections are what I love about doing this show. Agreed. And one more
1: fun fact is Tom Scott's dad, Nathan Scott, scored over eight hundred and fifty TV shows in hundred films. Ooh. Including Dragnet and Lassie. <laughs>
0: Wow. So I guess the apple didn't fall far from the tree. I guess not. Well, back to Heavy D and the Boys. Their 1991 album was also in part a tribute to T-Roy and was entitled Peaceful Journey. This contains our second featured track, Now That We Found Love. Let's give it another spin. I
2: like the way you wiggle. You don't jingle, but you jiggle. So pray don't play because it it's heavy in the middle. I'm moving like I'm moving you into the groove, so I grooved up. Let you learn so we play school, and I schooled up. But not like this We can force and turn Rumble, tumble and twist
1: Anything you want I'll give it Fantasy's will be You can rhyme, man And dance You can dance oh, I Oh, that's one thing I love the violin It's like, man Heavy D can dance yeah. His videos were awesome Yep yeah. yeah. So this song charted in the top ten in multiple countries, including number four on the U.S. rap singles chart and number eleven on the Billboard Hot 100. It also hit number five on the Top R&B/Hip-Hop Album charts. The Heavy D's version features vocals from Aaron Hall. Now, perhaps more well known as one of the members of Guy.
0: Yeah, dope. I know. I know you got some Guy on the Braswell mixtape
1: already
0: know. Uh, but while, <laughs> while this <What>? song is... <laughs> jam. Okay. Oh, jam. Oh, Come on, why man. Did, why did I go there? <laughs> I'm sorry, people. <laughs> All right. Well, while this song is obviously an interpolation of the OJ's hit, I actually think it might be a little bit closer to a Jamaican band's cover of Now That We Found Love.
1: Mm, you're right. So back in 1980, the Jamaican reggae band Third World released their third album. Wow, Third World Released their third album. Yeah. That's, that's funny to me. I don't okay. know. Okay. I it. It's, I'll a, little things, <laughs> it's a little thing. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. So, Journey to a Disc, their cover of Now That We Found Love reached number 47 on the Hot 100 and number 10 on the UK charts. Let's hear that. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you can hear
0: it more. Plus, we know that Heavy D was born in Jamaica, so it's not much of a stretch. I not think you might have heard this track before. Mm-hmm.
1: So, another track off of Peaceful Journey would reach number eight on the rap charts. Let's listen to Don't Curse.
2: Every word that you heard, of course, I didn't give up. Whoa. Oh, shucks, And hey, you were almost forgot. The curse is a block, but it's getting kind of hot. So, I'm going let profanity retire. Hey, but if worse come, the worst I cut you out like a So, grand people kick up first.
1: Ram Poova. Mm-hmm. Brand newbie Nubian. Here we go. <laughs> Love it.
0: So they are still sampling the Masters. Let's take a listen to the Booker T and the MGs song. I know we already did Booker T too, but this is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song is called Hip Hug Her. Hmm. Which, yeah, it's like. How do you do uh, that? <laughs> okay, family show, <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. How could you not sample that? Love it. Oh, is there Oregon in there too? Go ahead.
0: I'll put man. Of course there is. <laughs> and then there's that. then there's that.
1: So around 1991, Heavy started moving into acting and producing. Let's take a listen to his work on the theme song for the show in Living Color. Living
2: Color. <laughs> the moon float like a balloon you see it's never too late and it's never too soon take it from me it's I right to be In color. and how did you feel knowing prejudice was obsolete and all mankind danced to the exact beat and at night it was safe to walk down the street
0: <laughs> well this show was iconic on so many levels i mean besides the work by keenan ivory waynes and the rest of his family This show introduced us to Jamie Foxx. Yes. Guy named James Carey, who later changed his name to Jim. Jennifer Lopez made her debut as a fly girl and I just learned this, actually. Rosie Perez was the original choreographer of the Fly Girls. You just learned that? I didn't know she was, yeah, no, I had no idea. Oh, man. Why do you think I, well, all
1: right. So, obviously, tons of talent, which would explain why the show was so popular. So, speaking of talent, Heavy D certainly had an ear for it. He convinced Uptown founder Andre Harrell to hire an intern by the name of Sean Combs, Hmm. another guy you
0: might have heard of. Might have heard of that guy, Yeah. yeah. Well, Heavy D would go on to more success both with The Boys and in his own solo career. He eventually became president of Uptown Records, where he developed, wrote for, and produced acts like Soul For Real. Let's hear their 1995 hit from their debut album, Candy Rain. Candy Rain! Yeah. Let's do it!
1: Tell
2: me
0: what you want and and I'll
2: give it to you. You,
0: you. I'm closing the curtains, Toby.
2: What? So
1: there is no doubt that Heavy D was an entertainment heavyweight. Mm-hmm. So he became senior vice president of Universal Music Group. He had acclaimed roles in movies like Cider House Rules and TV shows like Bones, Living Single, Boston Public,
0: and Law and & Order, SVU. Not to mention his work on albums by Babyface, Jay-Z, and Timberland. Sadly, Heavy D left us on November 8th of 2011 at the age of 44. Ugh, oh, mm. way too young. yes had a pulmonary embolism that led to a blood clot, likely caused by a lengthy airplane ride. As the song goes, they reminisce over you.
1: Indeed, indeed. Rest in peace. But what do you say we move on to our
0: bonus material? What do we have today? Today, let's spend a little time giving some love to a 70s soul group from Baltimore, the Whatnots. These guys may not have been mainstream chart toppers, but their body of work certainly has provided many samples for other artists, including Heavy D.
1: Okay, so why don't we start with that Heavy D track from their 1994 album, Nothing But Love. This song is called Sex With You.
2: And for the love of it all, I'm a shine I couldn't sing it in a song, so I wrote it in a rhyme I gotta check ya, do what I gotta do to get ya I'm glad I met ya, heck, I'll even sweat ya Won't even let a brother flex with you So what I gotta do to get next to you huh? all about sex with you all I to do get next to you. I love the way you
0: sweet But listen to that bass line
2: So what I gotta do
0: so the original 1981 track by the Whatnots is called Help Is On The Way. Mm-hmm. It's Funky. So let's hear it.
1: Man, to be the bass player in this band, heck look, yeah! You, you having fun? Yeah. You, you having fun? Yes. I don't care if you. I don't care if you got a headache. Your stomach hurt. <laughs> you everything hear goes this song away. we hey. alright, like, we jamming. <laughs> So it's easy to see why these cats have been sampled 140 times. Yep. How about we take a listen to another popular track that samples Help us On The Way. This is De La Soul's 1991 jam, Ring, Ring, Ring. Oh, this is my jam right here. <laughs> this is my song. This is my song right here.
2: I can't understand what the problem is. I find it hard enough dealing with my own biz. how they get my name and number? Then I stop and this
0: yeah,
2: a plan? Yo, man, I more happy bass playing.
1: An hey, man, you know how long I was saying that back in the day,
0: <laughs> back when we had <laughs> answering machines.
1: We had it, man. This was this was all my answering machine. <laughs> I believe it, you I, know, it was on my answering machine with me singing in the back.
0: Oh boy. Well, this song went to number one in Switzerland and in Finland, <laughs> and also number 22 on the U.S. R&B and hip-hop charts, and also confused some folks as to where the original sample came from.
1: Yeah. So before we had Heavy D, we had Fat Larry James. Fat Larry.
0: Founder of Fat Larry's band. I feel like Heavy D is a little, you know, less, I don't know.
1: Yeah, you call it Heavy. heavy right, could right, go a lot right, of ways. Right, 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 yeah. <laughs> And we'll leave it at that. All right, I'm
2: done.
1: <laughs> so they had a track called Act Like You Know that very clearly interpolates Help Is On The Way. Let's hear that.
2: Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, you got a baseline that good? Let's just use it all over the place.
1: <laughs> Why not?
0: Just act like you know. Thanks. I'm going to have to listen to some more Fat Larry. Well, Fat Larry's band also gave us this drum break from their song Down on the Avenue, which has been sampled by NWA, Ice-T, Run-DMC, and frankly, I think it should be sampled even more. Let's give it a spin.
1: You know, if you got bass lines like the one we heard yeah. and drum tracks like yeah. this, you wouldn't stay fat for very long. I mean, you, <laughs> You're grooving, man. I you mean, know, you're grooving to something now. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, it should definitely be sampled more. So, back to the whatnots. Let's listen to the 1970 track Message from a Black Man.
2: Yes, my skin is black, but that's no reason to hold me back.
1: Back in the day, man, they used to talk to people on the records. Mm-hmm. They talked to you. I
0: think, we, I think we need to do that more. <laughs> you probably do, do more communication.
1: See, but now they just skip over the track. Back in the with vinyl, you ain't skipping. That's right. You just gotta just let it play. play.
0: Well, now let's hear how Nas sampled this for his 2008 track. You can't stop us now.
2: Girls from long time ago, stagecoach with the horse kid, witch doctors, good old pickpockets, sip moonshine, so called shines, and darkies. I love y'all. Pyramids to cotton fields to wriggly fields, forgotten men who did get killed. Christmas addicts, the first. Wow. Piece okay, a rich so lady purse most deaf
1: also sampled you're this. Kid. And
2: I know they he hung killed it bad. as well. That's cool. That's
1: all right. That Full circle.
2: Mystery shows from gold to
1: I love that. So let's hear how RZA used it for his track, You Can't Stop Me Now.
2: Once again, you got a great track, but everybody used it. Why not? You got another example?
0: Somebody
2: else used it? Nope. That's
0: it. I'm out. (laughs) <laughs> Me, you, us, we, we can't be stopped. Well, apparently we can't, though. We just got stopped. <laughs> we just got stopped? You know what, though? Folks cannot stop sampling the whatnots. Even Kanye has gotten into the act, though. He may be a little bit late to the party. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's listen to his track,
1: Late. One of my favorite Kanye songs. Really? Oh, yeah. I remember this. The first time I heard it.
2: Oh my
0: God. You are a much bigger Kanye fan Woo! than I am. Love this song.
1: Let's hear the original What Not track, also from the 1970 debut album. This is a song called I'll Erase Away Your Pain.
2: Don't let yourself go. Girl. Don't let yourself go. Don't
0: Well, the Whatnots are one of many examples of bands that laid down some delicious grooves that were picked up by later generations. It's nice to be able to shine a light on these bands and pay tribute to the original artists. Unfortunately, our time has come to an end. So once again, we are stopped. Right. But, Tobe, please let the good people know what we'll be doing next time. Absolutely. We will be hanging in
1: the sunshine and talking what? about— we, We're in Cleveland. Do you—come you, uh, on. The sun still shines. It does. For an hour. <laughs> An hour, every once every three weeks. Exactly. In the winter. We'll be hanging in the sunshine and talking about my life with my good friend, Roy. Okay. All
0: right. Mm-hmm. So it'll still be the Toby episode. Yeah. Well, everybody loves the sunshine. Let's do it. Until then, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Rips on Rips.
1: Keep listening. Huzzah. Huzzah.
0: Riffs on Riffs is a production of Evergreen Podcasts. A special thanks to executive producers Joan Andrews and Michael DeLoya. Producer Isabel Robertson. Audio engineer Eric Colton out. You can listen to more episodes of Riffs on Riffs by finding us on iTunes, Stitcher, or visit evergreenpodcasts.com. And don't forget, if you enjoyed today's podcast, please leave us an iTunes review. It really helps. I'm your host, Joe Watson. And I'm your co-host, Toby Braswell. Thank you for listening to Riffs on Riffs.
2: Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network.